You're listening to The Wellness Advocate with Dr. Kendra Pearson. This ain't a song for the broken hearted. Here's Dr. Kendra Pearson. Good morning, Kansas City. You are listening to The Wellness Advocate, and I am your host, Dr. Kendra Pearson, and we have a super exciting show today. Here in studio, I have my good friend, Dr. Adam Boonder. Hello. Yeah, always with us, and he's our brilliant fact finder. And I also have Rebecca Bullich with the Brain Balance Center. She is the clinic director at the Overland Park Brain Balance Center. And when I say Brain Balance Center, if you haven't heard of it, that is what we are talking about today. Today, our subject is about our kids, and it's about neurological development in our children and Mm -hmm. the disorders and the manifestations that happen with that. And as you know, wellness advocate, the purpose of this show is to advocate for health, advocate for natural health, what true health really is. Yes. And unfortunately, there is a rise in neurological problems in our children, a rise in ADD, ADHD, autism. We all know the stats. And we want to advocate for things that you can do naturally. You know, I'm all about finding a root cause. Sometimes there is a root cause you can find and it can be corrected. And that's where Brain Balance Centers comes in. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. You're smiling. Am I hitting on the good? Yes, thank you. Hi, Kansas City. It's great to be here. And of course, if we can reach some families that have kids that are struggling behaviorally, emotionally, social skill deficits, learning challenges, this is who we want to reach because there is hope for these families. And Brain Balance offers a non-medical model and we're able to, as you identified, get to the root cause of the issue. And that's Mm -hmm. what parents really want. They don't want to mask symptoms. They want their child to be healed and, and made whole. And that's our mission at Brain Balance. We want them to really reach their unlimited potential um, by developing the brain. And so that's what we do. Yeah. And that's great. And I want you, if you're listening to the show and you have a friend or a loved one, you have a child yourself that has mm-hmm. been diagnosed with a neurological condition like ADD, ADHD, autism, they're behind in school, maybe an intellectual disability, yeah. maybe behavioral, or emotional. I want you to be listening to the show. Call them, get them on the phone, get them li- turning on the radio, 981 KMBZ, listen to this. If you know you're busy, you may miss it. This podcast is going to be available. I want yeah. you guys to listen to this because we're going to talk about what are those warning signals that this can be developing in your child, what to look for. And then how to contact the Brain Balance Center and maybe get a diagnosis finding the root cause so we can get some solutions. Because, you know, I don't want to fault anyone for having your kid on medications because sometimes that's just what you know and that's what's needed in the moment. But what I want to tell you is that there is most likely an alternative that you can use and maybe get your child off of medications Mm -hmm. and get them living their best life. Yes. And also not just our parents out there and, you know, our folks here in Kansas City, our physicians. I want them to be able to learn that there's an alternative as well. I know they don't want your child on medication. They know what it does to the body. They just, they only know what they know. And hopefully we reach quite a few people talking about this subject today. Absolutely. You know, and just, you know, talking even before we started the show, I think it's, I mean, extremely powerful in the fact that we talk about natural ways to allow the body to heal. And and most of the topics we've talked about, Dr. Kendra, so far have been, you know, as adults, you know, what have we suffered from, from heart disease to 
you know, pain and all these different things and alternatives to that. But now we're talking about children. We're talking about our kids. And, you know, as parents, it really, it's like the claws kind of come out as parents. It's like, you know, don't tell me my kid can't do this or that or the other, but there's that protection that we have as parents. I mean, I have four kids of my own, you know, seven and three quarters, as Ryder would make sure that I say, and mm-hmm. below, and I would do anything for them, right. you know? And, and so to be able to know that that he's doing things or we're doing things for them to allow his body to heal and to function, we also have to realize that these are kids. They can't make the choices on their own. And so we have to be the advocates of finding what can actually be done and not just jumping to, let's say, a medication or a surgery or something uh, to that nature. But to know that with with what you are doing at Brain Balance is incredible. I mean, I've, I've known... Uh, of Brain Balance and, and worked with Brain Balance and referred people there. And we were just talking to some of the people that worked there up to what, six, seven years ago. Yeah. Um, and then we reconnected just today again, and, which I thought was pretty incredible. So yeah. uh, just as listeners, just really open up your ears today on, on what's being said, because th- this is the next generation. These are kids that can be helped. Right. And it's not, you don't put them in this funnel of right. there's only one way to treat them. And right. that's one thing yeah. that, that hits home with me is like putting your kid in this box. Like, okay, so that's what they have. They have autism. That's my, yeah. that's my kid. And you don't want to put your kid in a box well, because. People don't yeah. realize that there's even within that word autism, there's so many different things. It's a spectrum. It's a yeah. spectrum yeah. of these things. And, and even most doctors, unfortunately, they don't realize that there's a spectrum of this mm-hmm. as well. And, and that's, again, why I love brain balances because they help to define and educate you on on really how you can pinpoint what those things are. Right. And ultimately, we do serve kids between the ages of 4 to 17 with or without a diagnosis. And so mm-hmm. parents, you know, we have a, a large population of kids that come in with a diagnosis. But really what we communicate with parents is when you your child receives a diagnosis, they're identified, essentially you're just getting a list of symptoms. Right. 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 That's what a diagnosis is. Parents want to know why. Absolutely. Why is my child struggling with focus? Why are they distracted in a classroom? Why are they getting in trouble? Um, why do they have sensory issues? And so this is what we're doing is... Come close to the microphone. Oh, so we can hear yes. There we go. Yes. I... The audience wants to hear what you're saying. Okay. I know. Is this really yes. important? Yeah. Really yeah. Important. Thank um, you. Yeah. So, but yeah, again, is really getting to the underlying issue um, in terms of why parents are seeing those challenges on the surface. And mm-hmm. um, and so that's what we want to do is really through the assessment process um, and meeting with parents is describing their child to them developmentally. That's They've not heard that before. Right. Um, and again, there's hope in that for them because Absolutely. they can, there's a roadmap. Yeah. There's a journey that they know they can take with us to overcome these challenges permanently. And realizing that there is a solution. Oftentimes there can be a solution and not just, um, you know, this is the diagnosis and this is what you can expect from them, you know, as they go through life. Because what we've learned is that the brain is actually has neuroplasticity. Correct. And for years and actually decades that what they knew of the brain is they thought that it doesn't change like once you've developed like your brain can't change or the only thing that happens to your brain is damage right Right. loss of brain cells in life or you have a stroke or you have a brain injury 
But what new research is finding out, because we learn something new about the brain every single year, Mm -hmm. we're learning more and more, is that the brain has this neuroplasticity and it can grow and it can change. Right. And so don't have to lose hope that this is their diagnosis and this is them for the rest of their life. There can be change. And that's what Brain Balance did for me. You know, a little bit of history is, you know, my son, when he was five years old and he was in kindergarten, you know, you know, and I maybe thought maybe he's a little bit behind when he was a toddler, but I thought, oh, he's Mm -hmm. a boy, you know, right. Girls are smarter than boys, obviously. So, you know, boys have to, you know, catch up. So wait a second. (laughs) Well, my six year old daughter would agree with me anyway. Right. um, But the, the, you know, the kindergarten teachers pulled me aside in parent teacher conference and they're like, you know. He's not learning as fast as he should. We did an IQ test on him. His IQ is low. So then I was like, oh, my goodness, take him to doctors. I took him to a pediatric neurologist that was renowned in Kansas City. He was like, they were like, this guy is the best. He spent three hours with my son doing this giant IQ test. And after the IQ test, I kid you not, he pulled me and my husband aside and he said, your son has an intellectual disability. His IQ is around 70. That's all it will ever be. It will never change. Oh, my goodness. This is what you can expect of him. Um, he'll, you know, he'll probably stay in high school till he's about 21 years of age. He will never work a job on his own. If he has a job, he'll have to be hundred percent supervised, you know, and need to teach him a technical skill. You may never live on his own. You'll always need to make decisions for him. And he handed me a stack of magazine with down syndrome kids on the front of it. Mm. And I was like, mm. what? Yes. You know, so I immediately, I'm a chiropractor and I have a lot of resources. I called a good chiropractor friend of mine in New York city. And I was telling him about this and he goes, I have a friend. His name is Dr. Robert Melillo. I'm going to give you a cell phone number. He gave me Dr. Melillo's cell phone number. Dr. Well, Melillo, yeah. if you don't know him, he is a pediatric chiropractic neurologist. He is a co-founder of the Brain Balance right. Centers. I pulled him up on the phone and I told him my story and, about my son. Right. And he was like, you know, there's a Brain Balance Center in Overland Park and, you know, in your city. I read his book, which is Disconnected Kids, which you can mm-hmm. get on Amazon. I read it cover to cover, made an appointment with you guys got my son in and just the changes that we saw. And you don't have to put your kid in that box. If I didn't knew what I know and I left that doctor's office, I could have just been like, okay, you know, that's him. And that's the thing. The doctor doesn't know what he doesn't know. Exactly. (laughs) And he didn't even know that there were other options. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's why I feel so strongly about this. And I'm so glad that you came on the show because I want to talk to you, you guys, Kansas City, about what you can look for how you can even get your child diagnosed to find out what are those things that you can do and how this, why is this happening to our kids? Because it's so much more prevalent. Right. I feel like I, everybody knows someone or a kid has a tick or yeah. they're not able to focus or something neurologically is happening and something's happening in our environment as well. That's and we're right. going to address that. So I really want you to stay tuned, Kansas City. Um, if you're, you know someone that should be listening to this, have them jump on the radio and listen to the show. Um, you can find uh, Brain Balance Centers. I want Vince to jump on and say how they can find Brain Balance Centers in the last few seconds. You can find Brain Balance Centers on Instagram at Brain Balance Overland Park. You can also find them at on Facebook at Brain Balance OP. And then, of course, Rebecca, what is your guys' website? So the it's brainbalancecenters.com. There okay. are three centers in the area now, Lee Summit, Zona Rosa, and, of course, Overland Park. To find our specific office, we're brainbalanceoverlandpark.com. Okay, stay tuned, Kansas City. You don't want to miss this. You're listening to The Wellness Advocate.
You're listening to The Wellness Advocate with Dr. Kendra Pearson. Welcome back, Kansas City. You're listening to The Wellness Advocate, and I am your host, Dr. Kendra Pearson. And if you were listening earlier, we're here in the studio with Rebecca Bolich. I always want to make sure I say your name right. Rebecca Bolich with the Brain Balance Centers here in Kansas City. So I'm so glad that you're on. Thank you. And then we also have Dr. Adam Boonder with us. And today we are talking about the neurological disorders in our children and how brain balance centers can help and really do what we always talk about on the show, which is find the root cause and yes. offer mm-hmm. solutions, some drugless solutions and some non-medication solutions. Right. If you were listening earlier, I was telling kind of how I came to find the Brain Balance Center and just with experience with my own child that was diagnosed with an intellectual disability or a low IQ. And for years, they just said, you know, what's IQ is IQ. It's not going to change, but that's actually untrue. As the brain develops, we actually discovered that my son had a brain imbalance. His brain was not, his left and right brain were not communicating Mm -hmm. the way that they should and found that he had uh, some dysfunction in the way that that was communicating. And there was a way to correct that using what the brain balance has to offer. And my son, you know, he may not be perfect or, or, you know, perfectly on the level with his peers, but he's light years above what the doctors told us he would have been. Right. And mm-hmm. that's what I want to advocate for parents is that if you have a child that is having, maybe they've been diagnosed with autism or you're concerned that, that something isn't right or they have an intellectual disability or something neurologically going on, ADD, ADHD, OCD, behavioral communication issues, that you don't have to put them in that box. Correct. That there can be some mm-hmm. solutions. And that's what we want to talk about today. And actually, you know, we were, all three of us were talking about on the break, why is it so much more prevalent? I mean- Adam, you were talking about the stats recently, and they're just staggering. Yeah, I mean, it was amazing. And you can just go to the cdc.gov. I mean, you can research this yourself. But back in 2000, so 18 years ago, I mean, it was one out of 150 children were being diagnosed with some sort of you know, autism spectrum disorder. Today, actually, as of 2014, it's one out of 59. And I believe it's like one out of 54 now, another four years later. So it, it's amazing that... I mean, it's becoming that much more prevalent. So, I mean, the question really does get into, well, why is this happening? You know what? And mm-hmm. I think there, there's some parts of it, and a lot of doctors would say, well, our, our testing now is better. You know, we have better questionnaires that can. But wouldn't we start to question re- that many children right. that that have been missed, I guess, diagnosed for mm-hmm. so long that we're having this? I, I think there's so many different factors that go into it. It's not just that we didn't have the proper you know, questionnaires or the testing. Yeah. Well, even if it's out. better questionnaires, going from that number to one in 59, staggering. Is maybe a little bit could be better um, diagnosis. But even just thinking back, I mean, Dr. Adam, you and I are the same age. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how old you are, Rebecca, but. Um, 42. 40, okay, we are about, <laughs> yeah. we're the same we're generation. All, yeah. yeah, we're yeah. in our yep. upper 30s, you're in your lower 40s. When I was a kid, I probably remember one one child in, in elementary exactly. school that I could look back and say, <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure he had some pretty serious ADHD. Right. You know, but just one, you know, out of all of them is who I really remember. But just even to hit on that ADHD, I mean, our, our 
children made to just sit in a chair all day long in school. I mean, think about when we, we had recess, we were out playing. Mm-hmm. I mean, ki- kids are now told to just sit, be still. Don't do, I don't know any kid. If I try to get my four kids to sit and be still, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. So My kids do. No, I'm joking. <laughs> wait, wait a second. What's going on there? Um, but even then, I think that, you know, understanding that children are meant to be out in nature doing things, right. um, I, I think we definitely, you know, would, would then get into the, you know, what are some of these external factors that are maybe playing into, mm-hmm. you know, being, I guess, lumped into this well, autism thinking spectrum. Of how, like, Rebecca, you and I were talking about during the break about how different the lives of our children are now than even right. when we were younger, mm-hmm. our parents, our grandparents were younger, just how technology, and we've done a whole show on technology yeah. and how that affects our kids. I mean, if you read, I mentioned in the earlier segment, Dr. Malolo's book, Disconnected Kids, and he goes into that in there about how the brain develops and grows and the being exposed to the environment, getting out and playing, be creative, having mm-hmm. this imaginative play, getting dirty, having the gravity on you, climbing trees, using your body, all of that makes your brain grow and develop. But unfortunately, our kids these days are inside a lot. It's true. I mean, the environment is definitely a factor in why these kids are struggling more. Um, We know that kids are spending more and more time Um, utilizing technology. Their hobbies are, you know, video gaming and texting. I mean, every kid has a smartphone. Mm -hmm. Um, That's their iPad, (laughs) you know. So it is staggering in terms of how many kids are just addicted to these devices. Right. And addicted is a good way of putting it. I mean, even, you know, I try to limit screen time with my kids, but I still see it. When, and there's even jokes. I think I saw a meme online or something when they said, when you try to take the, the iPad away from your kid and they have like a meltdown. Yeah. That's scary to see your child have like literally fear of not having that, not having yeah, the screen right. time. That's, right. And I think they've incredible. done it. I Someone even recommended it. And I'll look it up and I'll post it. But there was a, a large study done on teenagers where they isolated them and took away their access to social media and access to the their screens and phones and mm-hmm. just gave them books and things to do. And they tested these kids for like, I think 48 hours and they ex- there was extreme depression. Yes. Some of them couldn't make it through the study. And that's insane to think they couldn't go 48 hours without. It's like, what's this thing that we that open technology? up that has words in it? I don't know what this right. thing is anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's, a it's crazy. Yeah. But I yes. mean, but then you just have to get to the point of, you know, we, we've talked about um, digital dementia. I mean, that's a true thing now, too, is because of the screen time and things that are happening, it truly will mess up your brain. And it, it yeah. creates disconnects between those synapses. And mm-hmm. um, and even in the book, you know, with the disconnected kids, he there is a list of different things uh, within there, within one of the chapters that kind of breaks it down even, even more from the things that you're eating. Right. You know, even before birth, what was the mom eating? Mm-hmm. What's going on within the mother? And that's going to obviously affect that child when they come out. Like gene uh, expression. Exactly. Yeah. Chronic inflammation. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So there's, there's so many different external mm-hmm. factors, but then obviously there's the internal as well. Yeah. And, well, and one of the things with brain balance is we know that we can develop the brain and there is an intense treatment plan for that. But also we really coach families on the, their environment that they live in and the lifestyle. And we actually establish boundaries around expose, exposure to screens 
we set families up on a clean eating system. So nutrition um, is an element of the program. And we support families through that because that can be an overwhelming, for some families, lifestyle change. Oh, yeah. Um, difficult. So they're supported through that process, but also just really encouraging families, to, their kids need to be active. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned earlier, creative, hands-on, playing, you know, engaging with nature. It's yeah. so important. Yeah. And these kids shift. They, you know, I just had a mom tell me the other day, the first thing my son used to do when he would get in the car is, where's, where's your phone, mom? So they've been working Crazy. to redirect that to doing other things in the car and other lifestyle choices. And she told me the other day he doesn't even ask for it anymore. So That's kids change based mm-hmm. on, yeah. you know, the structure of their environment. We just have to, you know, support them. You have to that build process. that structure. Yeah. Right. And that's what I want to talk about. So we're coming up on a break. But what I want to talk about more with you, Rebecca, is that how the brain gets out of balance and how to diagnose if that's what's happening with your child. And then the program that you guys can develop, it's very individualized. It's not like, hey, here's a kid with a brain imbalance. Here's his exercises. It's individualized for each kid because every brain is different. Every child is different. And that's what's really cool about what you do. So I want you to stay tuned, Kansas City. I don't want you to miss this next segment. You're listening to The Wellness Advocate on 98.1 KMBZ. You're listening to The Wellness Advocate with Dr. Kendra Pearson. Welcome back, Kansas City. You are listening to The Wellness Advocate. And as always, I'm your host, Dr. Kendra Pearson. And we're in studio with Rebecca Bordich of uh, the Brain Balance Centers. So she's still, she stuck with us. She didn't leave during the break. That's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Dr. Adam Boonder with us. And today we are talking about brain balance. We're talking about our children and neurological disorders that unfortunately we are just seeing more and more of. These days, I mean, Dr. Adam was going over the stats with autism spectrum, how now it's like one in 59 kids are being diagnosed with this. And we started talking about last segment about all the different, you know, why? Why is it different now? Why there's so many more kids with ADD, ADHD? We have more children on medications than we ever have. And I can't imagine, you know, we advocate for the least amount of medications. So more medications is not the answer. At least I would hope I would hope not. And we talked about, you know, how things were different when we were kids, our parents were kids, and how we were, you know, we're spending, we didn't have screens then, we didn't have, we had television, Mm -hmm. you know, but we didn't have the iPads and the social media, and we were just more active. We were out using creative play, imagination, using our bodies, exercising. Mm -hmm. And actually, there's been lots of studies that show that exercising increases cognition, using your body, using your muscles increases brain power and proprioceptive movements and, exactly yeah. when our kids are growing that's when they need that mm-hmm. it's sh- it was shocking I, I told the story earlier about my son and you know looking back and seeing those warning signals that I just didn't notice because I didn't know but my son was six years old and he couldn't do one push-up right. you know he just didn't have the core strength he didn't have the muscle strength and you guys really brought that light to me showing hey you know he should be able to do these things right you know, I wasn't a pediatrician. I didn't know what a five or a six-year-old should be able to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that he couldn't hang from the monkey bars. Yeah. He didn't have the grip strength. All that tied into his brain development. Right. 
So one th- question, I was actually thought about it. I wanted to ask you. So we talk about screen time and stuff. When we were kids, we had TVs. Isn't there a difference between the screen on an iPhone and an iPad? You know, are those smartphones that's different than the television screen and how it affects your brain? So, yeah, I mean, just generally, we know that there are more pixels, you know, brighter lights in these devices now, electronic mm-hmm. devices, which um, we're seeing really impact kids in a way that um, is developing more of that short-term attention span. Mm-hmm. And that is more, leads to more impulsive behaviors. And so what we are really, you know, for the general population of kids that we serve is we want to develop the long-term attention span area of the brain because that is what's necessary for learning and, right. you know, sitting in a classroom, um, communicating um, connecting with people, building relationships. And so we're just very mindful of boundaries and, um, you know, of those devices because, you know, any parent that we interact with will say, yeah, I do notice that when my child is on, when, when they're video gaming and they are off of those devices, we do see more negative behavior. They're more disruptive. They're more defiant. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely a factor in really promoting a healthy lifestyle. That makes um, sense. So I was thinking, you know, as we talk about the brain balance centers and what they do, what they're finding is a lot of these neurological disorders are caused by a functional disconnect syndrome right. or FDS. That's right. Where, you know, the left and the right brain are supposed to be on the level with each other and communicating. But we have an imbalance in life now. There's not a balance between, you know, activity and creative play and all of that and all of the sedentary lifestyle and the screens and stuff we do. Therefore, the brain is developing at different rates, different sides of the brain. Mm-hmm. So it's causing essentially a brain imbalance. Right. You know, and not just that. I mean, we talked about nutrition and chemicals in the environment and all of that can affect right. it. So when the brain is not in balance, it just it can't communicate. Right. Therefore, you have the symptoms as a result. So if there's a way to actually balance that out, even it out, that's where brain balance centers can come in. That's right. What's really cool is there's a there's actually an exam, right? A diagnosis you can figure out, you know, which side of the brain mm-hmm. is imbalanced in that. Yes, that's correct. correct. So we, the first step for families is to um, sign their child up for an assessment. And it's a comprehensive assessment. We know that the left and the right side of the brain have very individual, unique functions. Right. So, but at the same time, we want those two sides of the brain to complement each other. Um, essentially, connectivity. You mentioned a functional disconnection syndrome. That's mm-hmm. the terminology. That's the umbrella term for the two sides of the brain are not communicating or talking to each other. And so that's what the evaluation is about, is testing different functions from the left and the right side, whether it's motor functions, balance and self-awareness, mm-hmm. eye tracking, um, we're looking at the way the child perceives and processes sensory information, right? timing and rhythm. And really what we're looking for is which areas of the brain are underdeveloped. And we can do different activities and that tells us the information that we need. Um, we also do a, an academic test as well. And so we're looking at the child compared to their peers and how they're learning in different academic areas. And but again, we know that the left and the right side of the brain have different academic functions. Right. And so for us, through that evaluation, we're able to really identify, does this child have a left or a right hemisphere deficiency? That's the imbalance that you were talking mm-hmm. about. 
And then you can develop specific exercises and different sensory exercise. I mean, from motor to sensory, all of those exercises to help balance that out. Mm -hmm. And that's really what you guys did for my son. I mean, I remember we had, not only did he come and attend your, um, you you went to your office and he had sessions with, with your therapist, but then at home we had homework and he was smelling. We had him smelling certain Mm -hmm. things to help develop the side of his brain that was needed. We had him listening to music. We had him, and we talked about primitive reflexes. That's That's another big thing. So babies have reflexes that they're supposed to have, but they're supposed to outgrow them, correct? Or they're supposed to disappear. Mm -hmm. You know, like when you, um, when you have your newborn baby and you're bouncing them and they, you pick them up and they lift their feet up. That's a primitive reflex. Or you run your fingers down their back of their spine and they um, they arch their back. And Mm -hmm. these are some examples. What was those are supposed to disappear at certain ages, but my six-year-old still had them. Correct. So that's a sign that he's developing the way that he should. And you can start to integrate those primitive reflexes. So we had, you guys gave us exercises we were doing yeah. at home every single day, trying to work those primitive reflexes mm-hmm. out so then his brain would have, they were almost hindering his brain from growing. That's right. Yeah, I mean, as you mentioned, primitive reflexes are present at birth. They're necessary for survival. But they are also laying the foundation for more sophisticated networks of the brain to develop. Mm-hmm. And what we see is like early indicators, a lot of times when kids are hitting milestones, you know, later or early, they're not crawling. There's right. all kinds of indicators early on that are really flags in terms of things are getting off track. Mm-hmm. And what happens is then those reflexes don't integrate as they should. And now, as you mentioned, it's a barrier. So here Mm -hmm. we are, you know, I always make the analogy with parents. It's like you're building a home on a cracked foundation. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's going to create problems. Um, And for in our world, it's developmental problems. And so it's part of what we're doing is specific. When you say homework, you know, it's exercise. Right. Specific exercises to mature those uh, that area of the brain. And so then we can see forward progress in the treatment plan that we establish in center. Right. One of the things that I think is is very powerful and, and needs to be even recognized is even as parents, you know, we, we have kids of our own, but sometimes our children are acting a certain way or doing a certain thing. So you can just talk about the psychology, even a little bit of this, but, you know, we're disciplining our children because of a certain action or something that they do. And a lot of times I think parents need to realize they can't help That's the right. way that they're acting or the way that they're doing something. Mm-hmm. Just because there is that disconnect. And I think that's what's so powerful about brain balance is, is that you bring that together. And, and I can tell you right now, there's no medication on the market that will ever change that. You know, it, it's again, it's just palliating something that is underlining. And, it, and it's, again, going to make the body do something different that has an adverse reaction. But again, it's not going to actually change the connection of that child's brain. And, and our, our brains, like we said before, are... Are plastic. They're they're made to be able to mold and change. If if that wasn't the case, you know, you couldn't get people that are 20, 30 year olds who don't know how to read then then learn how to read. You mm-hmm. know, or there's a new technology come out and you've got to learn how to utilize it. I mean, our brains are made to change at any age. We just have to figure out how to do it. And that's what brain balance is all about. Yeah. I think one of the things that you said so powerful is that these kids are limited by something they can't control mm-hmm. because of the way that the brain is is developing or is wired. And when we go through the assessment process and parents really, when I describe their child to them developmentally, for them, it's like 
it validates what they know, mm-hmm. but also they better understand their child. Absolutely. And our heart, of course, here collectively is to help these kids. And what parent doesn't want to better understand their children? Right. Honestly. Right. Yeah. And that's really awesome because it's like you guys, you are the brain balance centers, but you literally bring the balance back because there's an imbalance in their development. There's mm-hmm. an imbalance in life, you know, with a lot of our kids, unfortunately, because of how much, how sedentary they are and how different life style is than the way it used to be mm-hmm. and so then you guys come in and you supplement that and you do the exercises and the thing necessary for them to balance their brain out so they can yeah. they can then live their best life that's so, really right. awesome yeah, so a lot of times it's, it's bigger than just that individual like you said there's a balance mm-hmm. within the person a balance within the family balance within communication yeah. mm-hmm. um, and that's what i think is so powerful about yeah. about what you guys do i know i keep yeah. saying so we're coming up on a break amazing. dr adam i want to yeah, make sure so. you know if if you're <laughs> if you're concerned about your child and you think there's a brain balance going on i want you to contact the brain balance centers i yes. want you to you know go to brainbalance.com Look them up, get your child in, get them checked. The assessment is something that you guys can do and you give them some definitive answers as right. to this is what's going on. This is what you can do to help. And also, I love what you said about working with them in their home as far as, you know, diet, nutrition, and and also giving them some boundaries with the screen time and, and just getting that balance back. Kansas City, this is a super awesome subject. We still got one more segment to go because I do want to touch on inflammation in the body and inflammation in the brain and how that affects it and nutrition and things you can do nutritionally as well. So stay tuned, Kansas City. You're listening to The Wellness Advocate on 98.1 KMBZ. You're listening to The Wellness Advocate with Dr. Kendra Pearson. Welcome back, Kansas City. You are listening to The Wellness Advocate, and I am your host, Dr. Kendra Pearson, and today we are in studio with Rebecca Bordich of the Brain Balance Centers. Am I saying your name right? Yes. You smile no. and laugh at me every time I say it, so I'm like... <laughs> you got to write the first two segments, okay. Bolich. Bolich. I'll answer. Bordich, you know, whatever, Bolich. Yeah, it works. Rebecca of the Brain Balance Center. She's the clinic director of the Brain Balance Center in Overland Park, mm-hmm. and of course, we have Dr. Adam with us as well. Hello. And today we are talking about our children. We're talking about brain imbalances and how they can manifest the symptoms of autism, ADD, ADHD, OCD, uh, behavioral disorders, aggression in our children, anxiety, depression. Mm-hmm. All of that can be symptoms of brain imbalances and how medication doesn't have to be the answer. Their medications can be necessary at times. But if there's a way to find a root cause, which is what we always advocate for, if we can find a root cause we can limit the amount of medications, if not get rid of them completely, especially for yeah. our children. Absolutely. Yes. It is the single best thing. And that's where Brain Balance Centers comes in because, like, we're talking this whole segment, I mean, this whole radio show today is that there can be an imbalance in the brain. The, the left hemisphere and the right hemisphere need to be balanced and they communicate with each other with every activity, every thought, everything that our brain does. And different things in life can cause that to be imbalanced. It could be um, something in the environment can cause that. It, it could be the fact that our kids aren't as active as, as we used to be, as other generations, and that activity helps grow the brain. Mm-hmm. And certain things will grow one side of the brain, like whether physical activity may, I may not even be right, but like physical activity may grow one side of the brain, but then um, reading or screen time might grow the other side. And if there's an imbalance in life, and then mm-hmm. that imbalance develops in the brain, then symptoms will manifest. Mm-hmm. And like we were talking about in the last segment, Rebecca, is that at Brain Balance Centers, 
there can be an easy way to diagnose. There's just a te- there's a test. There's mm-hmm. an exam that you guys can go through testing the child and saying, hey, there's a deficiency in the left hemisphere or the right hemisphere. Mm-hmm. And then there's exercises, both sensory, whether it's with smells and lights and sounds and music and mm-hmm. physical activity that can balance that out. And people see a change. I mean, I've been on your website. I've been on YouTube. And there are testimonials galore, yeah. not just mine with my son, but of people parents, kids saying, I hate, I used to have autism. You know, I love, I mean, there was one video I saw that, you know, not that I can advocate for curing that kind of stuff, but even just helping their behavior mm-hmm. and in seeing a difference so that they're learning and they're communicating and our children are living their best lives. Yeah. I mean, definitely we, you know, it is a, it's a big commitment. It's a joint commitment is I'm very upfront with families in terms of the commitment to in-center treatment, there's exercises and activities that the parents have to do at home. Right. Um, there's a lifestyle component, as we've been talking about, with physical activity and clean eating, um, as well as um, establishing some boundaries around technology. Um, but definitely, I mean, I've been with Brain Balance almost nine years, and our goal is to hear a family say, we have a different child. And that mm-hmm. is truly achievable through this process. And it is a commitment, though, um, and we support families through that, but they can realize that kids can come off services at school. I've seen kids come off medication um, and that and kids will say they don't want they don't like the way it f- makes them feel. Yeah. I've talked to a lot of parents. They don't they you know, unfortunately, the medication is all they have in their repertoire, you know, that's all they've been told right. they can do. And they don't like seeing their children on the medication. They're like, he's a totally different kid. Or mm-hmm. maybe it helps him focus in school. And I know school is important, right. but his personality isn't there. Right. And so this is an alternative. That's and, right. And as parents, you know, as mothers, not to discount fathers, I think fathers as well, we'll do anything for our kids. That's right. Yeah. Like we do the homework, you know. Absolutely. We'll spend that time with them. They'll put, we'll put the limits on them. We're their parents. I know sometimes it's, uh, it's easy you know, when you're busy and you're working and you got a lot of stuff to do to be like, can you just take the iPad, like just watch some videos while I get this stuff done. And there, there can be a balance. I mean, technology is going to be a part of their life. Mm-hmm. That's what Dr. Adam, you and I yeah. talked about that in our technology, mm-hmm. you know, show that we did. Yeah. They need to know how to utilize that technology because that's going to be. Well, I, I do remember know, that when my parents didn't want me around when I was little, they did not hand me an iPad or, or put me in front of a TV. They tell you they to just go, outside. go outside and play. Yeah. Get home when go the streetlights come on. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> go outside and play. Uh, which, that can still be done, people. I mean, yeah. we still have an outside. Right. So <laughs> right. <laughs> there are ways to do that. Right. Yeah. Um, and I know that last segment, Dr. Adam, you were making fun of me during the break that I said nutrition 12 times at the yeah. end of the, the last segment. Because <laughs> well, I still think that's great. I mean, it's yeah, awesome. It is important. Yeah. That's one thing I do want to talk about. You know, what we put in our bodies directly affects our health. What that's we absolutely. put in our children's body directly affects their health. Good and, or and, bad. Right. And the brain especially. Inflammation on the brain is going to prevent, number one, healing to take place because the brain can heal. And I want... if. You know, if a child is going through the Brain Balance Center and they're doing those exercises and they're making that commitment that they're giving their child the best chance and making sure they're getting clean eating and healthy food in their child's diet. There is one thing that I did with my son, I even did with my daughter as well, is I did a food sensitivity test. Mm -hmm. It's an IgG blood sensitivity Mm -hmm. test. It's just a finger prick test that we do, and it tests over 100 different foods to Mm -hmm. see if their body is reacting and inflammation is increasing. Right. And then I can eliminate that food from their diet and give them their best chance. So my son, it was gluten. My daughter, it was gluten and dairy. Right. So you can and you just notice a huge difference with that as well. Yeah. I mean, and that is definitely something that parents that are listening can take away 
and implement today is really like being mindful of what foods kids are eating, looking at the ingredients. There's so much literature in terms of what kids should be eating. But yeah, I mean, definitely we want them to eat foods that are not processed, that contain chemicals, Mm -hmm. getting rid of dyes. That's just level one, but there's different stages to where you can get rid of gluten, dairy, refined sugar. These high inflammatory foods that are in the diet. I mean, I would would challenge parents. I mean, just start removing some of these high inflammatory foods, sugar, you know, obviously Mm -hmm. dairy. um, But just in doing that, start to notice the changes in your children. I mean, alone, just doing that, Mm -hmm. you're going to see some dramatic changes um, Mm -hmm. from mood swings, better sleep, Mm -hmm. um, maybe going to bed earlier. So here's something that you can do. So uh, the book Disconnected Kids, it's written by Dr. Robert Malillo. You can get it on Amazon. But actually, if you go into the Brain Balance Center, Rebecca said, you know, in Overland Park, they'll give you a copy of that book. And when something's going on with your child, like my my child, whenever the doctors were telling us that something was going on, I read that book cover to cover in one day. Like I need to know everything that I can possibly to, yeah. to help my son. And so that's something that you can do. I just urge you to go in, visit with them, get a copy of that book, read it, get an assessment, get some other answers and know that there's a root cause and that you can fix this without the without medications. And right. that's the big impact. So I want to thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. I know that this is an opposite, awesome episode for people to hear about. You need to get the podcast. You need to listen, listen to it again. Find it on iTunes. Recommend it to your friends. Thank you so much, Kansas City. I'm going to let Vince, which is our marketing social media guru, who didn't get a chance to speak today, but I'm going to let him speak now and tell you where we're going to be and how to find everybody. Well, if you want to learn more about Brain Balance Centers, one interesting uh, tool that I actually found some research on them was actually on YouTube, the Brain Balance Achievement Centers. Of course, follow them on Instagram at Brain Balance Centers or on Facebook Brain Bal- at Brain Balance Centers. You can also key into Rebecca's um, branch directly at Brain Balance Centers of Overland Park. And then, of course, on, on Instagram at Brain Balance Centers OP. Feel free to join Dr. Kendra to learn more. Of course, in her office at Northland Physical Medicine, you can always give her a call at 816-452-4488. And you can also join Dr. Pearson on Saturday the 11th at Zone 6 for a Kids Day. They're going to be having a kids workout, some education, and some fun vendors out there for the kids. And then, of course, I'm going to try to see if I can get Rebecca and the Brain Balance Centers out there as well. Of course, as always, follow Dr. Pearson on Instagram at KC Wellness Advocate or on Facebook, Dr. Kendra Pearson. And last but not least, give our Northland Physical Medicine page a like on Facebook as well. (laughs) Dr. Kendra, back over to you. Thanks, Vince. Uh, Yeah, come check us out at Zone 6. That's August 11th. My kids are going to be there. We're going to have a lot of fun. Check Rebecca out at Brain Balance Overland Park. That's where my son went. Re-listen to this podcast. You're listening to The Wellness Advocate on 98.1 KMBZ. You're listening to The Wellness Advocate with Dr. Kendra Pearson.